Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step by their third year, Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this, by their third year. As a Hemi for arm. Stepping up middle of the field. First down and more. Josh Allen weaving to the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Allen, end zone shot. Got a man. Caught for the touchdown. He's a real threat. Down in the red zone, wherever. It's amazing. What's going on, Bills Mafia? I am your host, Eli Fox, and welcome back to the All Day Buffalo Podcast with your boy. It is a good time to be a Buffalo Bills fan because right now the Bills are absolutely buzzing. The Bills are firing on all cylinders on both offense and defense, and they most certainly showed that and they showed the entire United States that they're here to play and they aren't going anywhere. Last week against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bills won 38-20. to 20. And if you're a Bills fan, I'm sure you know that. So that's just old news by now. But I wanted to make a couple of comments on this game. But first, before I do that, I just wanted to shout out my built-in brother, built-in Buffalo brothers and sisters, uh, everyone on the network is killing it right now. Please make sure you listen to other podcasts on this podcast network. Uh, there are so many. We drop a new one every single day. The Wandering Buffalo, the Lowdown with Jake Jordan. You, got, you know, you got Justice with the Windchill Factor. There are so many good ones. Um, uh, you know, my guy Vince Taylor with Buffalo on the Brain. There's so much good content out there. So please go check those guys out. You will not be disappointed. And while you're at it, check out our YouTube channels. We got live shows going up all different times during the week. Um, and we got our social media platforms, which have been doing really, really well lately. So I thank you guys for interacting with us there. Um, so follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of it. We got it all. Facebook. Uh, so please make sure you do that. Um, and so you don't miss a single thing built in Buffalo uh, that built in Buffalo posts. So let me get into this. This Kansas City Chiefs game went a lot how I wanted it to go, how I expected it to go. Um, I don't know if you guys listened to my last podcast uh, that was covering the Chiefs game, but I said that the Bills were going to win 37 to 35. 
Now, I didn't get the final score absolutely correct, but I did say that the Bills would score 37, or they, they would score 37, and they ended up scoring 38. So I would say that's pretty close. Um, I'm going to give myself a nice, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but a pat on the back um, for that one. I wanted Josh Allen to get going early. I wanted Josh Allen to get going often. I wanted the ball in Josh Allen's hands so that he could make the right decisions. And it seemed like he was so comfortable in this game. And the, 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 that was the biggest thing for me. The biggest takeaway was that Josh Allen is on the big stage against the team that knocked him and the Bills out of, out of the playoffs last year. In the AFC Championship game, the, the Kansas City Chiefs won. So this was a big game. Um, yes, it was only week five, but this game was much bigger than any week five game could possibly be. You know, there was a lot going into this game. It was huge revenge. Uh, we all remember the picture of Stephon Diggs looking at Kansas City celebrating their AFC championship. And Diggs definitely didn't forget that either because he was he was fired up this entire game. Um, he made a really, really big play uh, that didn't end up um, – finish or the the drive didn't end in a touchdown but it was a beautiful about like 60 yard catch for Stefan Diggs I think if he knew exactly where the defender was and he knew how much field he had left I think he would have been gone but he caught it and kind of spun and I don't think that he thought that Sorensen was so close to him Um, but if he knew he would have been gone Um, but you know also while we're talking wide receivers Emmanuel Sanders my goodness this guy Every single week, it feels like I'm, I'm talking more and more about how great this pickup was. This was, but hands down, the best move that the Bills made um, this offseason. You know, you can you can say that the Gregory Rousseau pick, you know, as that was a dark horse at the time, has really panned out for us. Um, but Emmanuel Sanders has plugged in so perfectly. He's got great chemistry with Josh Allen. We know how quickly Josh Allen picks up chemistry with his wide receivers. We saw it with Stephon Diggs last year when Stephon Diggs had a career year in his first year with a brand-new quarterback in Josh Allen. So this goes to show how great of a, uh, a team chemistry guy that Josh Allen is um, and how well he meshes with all of his teammates. Emmanuel Sanders scoring another two touchdowns, just like the, the man is unstoppable on the field, and not only is unstoppable on the field, he is a great leader in the locker room. Um, and that obviously is never going to go away, even if his production ends up falling apart, which I don't think it will, because the way that Emmanuel Sanders and Josh Allen have been connecting has been a really, really special thing to watch. And another thing from this Kansas City Chiefs game that I wanted to highlight was Dawson Knox. Uh, this was Dawson Knox's like, you know, hello, I'm here type of game. Um, everyone, the entire offseason was bagging on Dawson Knox. There were so many people saying, we got to get Zach Ertz. We got to get Zach Ertz. We got to, oh, we picked up Jacob Hollister. I was one of these people. I was like, oh, we picked up Jacob Hollister. That's tight end one. I was like full boat on the (laughs) the Jacob Hollister tight end one train. And boy, oh boy, was I wrong. Not only did he end up getting cut, but Dawson Knox has been putting on a show this year. He's got five touchdowns. He's leading tight ends. He's got 190 yards on first down which is also leading tight ends. Uh, he is arguably, I mean, just this season, arguably he's the best tight end in the, in, in the NFL. And, and, and for me to be saying that I'm like stuttering saying it because I can't believe that I have to say it, you know, like Dawson Knox is actually a top 
you know, if I want to be a little more modest with it, he's a top three tight end in the league. And it's undeniable. He's been putting up the stats. He's been scoring touchdowns. His hands have been so sure. I mean, there was a a 41-yard pass from Josh Allen in the Kansas City Chiefs game where Josh Allen just chucked it up to him. Dawson Knox went up and got it. He fell right down, but he popped back up. He gave that first down celebration. Like, this dude is for real. I think tight end university actually helped out uh, Dawson Knox a lot. Uh, and it kind of changed his game for him. So props to him for, you know, going into the offseason with a killer mentality and coming out with uh, uh, great new skill sets and, 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 and production that has helped the Bills immensely and helped this offense be just as good as it was last year um, and put up really high numbers of points so that even if our number one ranked defense doesn't hold up, we're still fine because we're putting up 35 points a game this season. Like it's just so far the bills have just been just cooking everybody and everybody was saying, you know, yeah, weak schedule at the beginning, but we put up 40 on the Texans and the Texans are still an NFL team. I don't care if you beat any team 40 to nothing, your fan base, everyone in the NFL should be, should be afraid of you like that. That score doesn't happen in the NFL a lot. Like that's college crap. That's college shit. You don't see those big those big point margins like that in the NFL because these are the are professionals at their craft on both sides of the ball. So to say that the Bills' schedule is weak, yeah, it is a, it is weaker than some teams than most teams, but they're handling these teams. They beat the crap out of the Dolphins, thirty five nothing, and it looked easy. The Bills didn't even play well that game. Coming off a difficult loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers where the team didn't look good at all. They came back, bounced back offense still didn't look that good. And they put up 35 and the defense shut them out. It's been donuts all year long so far. So all I have to say is, is so many good things about not only this offense and especially this defense, how impressive they've been. Leslie Frazier is just putting on an absolute clinic so far this year. But let me get into a little more about the defense from the Kansas City game. My goodness, like it's hard to make Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the league, look like he couldn't do anything. It's hard to do that. And the Buffalo Bills schemed and and game planned so perfectly for Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdowns, two interceptions, and lost a fumble. I believe the Bills forced four uh, four turnovers. Like the Bills are just humming. There is there is no stopping this team. Round uh, the defense. I mean, yeah, the, the 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 pass rush wasn't wasn't elite last game, but our pass coverage was. Trey White hasn't hasn't allowed a a a, a reception in the in the in the red zone. All year long, he's one of four cornerbacks that have done that. Matt Milano is the highest graded PFF, highest PFF graded linebacker in the league at like 90.4. Tremaine Edmonds is having a great year. Greg Rousseau is, is, is playing out of his mind, is playing far beyond my expectations and a lot of Bill's Mafia's expectations. He has been unbelievably impressive. Like so impressive to the point that I've basically forgot about Jerry Hughes. That's how good Greg Rousseau is. Taron Johnson is having a 
unbelievable year. After getting that extension, he's been playing awesome. Levi Wallace playing better than we expected. We know what to expect from Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. They're still putting on. Micah Hyde seems like he's a guaranteed interception every single game. And he took one back to the crib last game. Like he is just having a great year too. So this whole Buffalo Bills unit, they're a problem. Micah Hyde was saying this on the bench. Them Bills a problem. I said, that's what I say on the first of every month. Now I get to say it meaning two things. One, that I got too many bills to pay. And two, that my favorite team is a goddamn problem. And no one can deny that. So my final thoughts on the Kansas City game. Goddamn, I was the most fired up man alive. I was so happy. I almost jumped into my friend's pool. I was so pumped up. That was such a big win. And it's such a statement to the NFL. Power rankings on power rankings. Having us easily at number one. Bills at number one. Huge gap. Arizona Cardinals. Or the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, like that top five is interchangeable except for that number one spot. The Bills are killing it this year. So, that's all I got in the Kansas City game. What a game. What an awesome way to spend my last Sunday night. Just amazing. So, let me get into this next game we got up. Now, we had a revenge week in week four against the Texans, who knocked us out of the playoffs in 2019. We had a revenge week against the Kansas City Chiefs, who knocked us out in the AFC Championship in 2020. Beat both those teams. Now it's revenge week times three, the third revenge week in a row. We remember, we remember the Titans. Last year they beat us, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but 42 to 16. They bullied us. Josh Allen looked like crap. That whole game was just horrible to watch. We played it on like a Tuesday night. After that whole rescheduling debacle with the with the Tennessee Titans COVID crap, don't even get me started on that because that was a whole pound of BS. So we got another revenge week. We have more proving to the league. We have more to prove to everybody that the Bills are still here. They're not going to get beat by the teams that they got beat by last year. They're not going to – we're going to play this on a Monday night, on an actual the, – the, the actual night that, <laughs> that football is supposed to be played on. Not on a Tuesday night, not on a short week or a weirdly long week or where we have to start – you know, remember they had, to, they had to prepare for basically the Chiefs and the Titans in the same week because they didn't know who they were going to play. So, like, that's not a problem now. Sights are set on the Titans. We remember the Titans. And we're going to come in and we're going to bully them. So now talking about the Titans, who do the Titans have? They've got a great, they've got a very, very solid offense. They've got AJ Brown on one side. They've got Julio Jones on the other. Got Ryan Tannehill, who is a really, really serviceable quarterback. He's a good quarterback. They've got Derrick Henry, who is a elite running back. So I think, the best plan of attack for this Bills defense, shut down Derrick Henry. It's that simple. Shut down Derrick Henry and do not allow them to utilize the play action pass as well as they can. You know, they've got, so they've got Julio, AJ, and they've got Fersker or Fisker, 
whatever his last name is, who's their tight end. Um, who's who's really he who's who's no he's no Johnny Smith who they had last year. So there's a downgrade there. Obviously, there's an upgrade in Julio Jones, but he's been battling injury this year and he's not really having the best year. Um, AJ Brown, who's also been battling injury, hasn't had a year that he would have wanted. Um, but the key to stopping Titans is stopping Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry is the lifeblood of this team. Ryan Tannehill doesn't do his job as well without Derrick Henry. People have to commit to Derrick Henry. So that's why they run the play action so well. They run the play action so well because of Derrick Henry, not because of Ryan Tannehill. Any quarterback can run the play action well if they have an elite Hall of Fame type running back in their backfield. So I'm not too worried about Ryan Tannehill. If the Bills defense can shut down Patrick Mahomes the way they shut him down, I I, I don't even... I'm going to take a guess at Ryan Tannehill's QBR on this game. It's going to be sub 60. The Bills are going to be all over it. They're going to shut down Derrick Henry as they did kind of did last year. I mean, he, he played okay against us last year. We, we, we didn't allow him to trample us. He did have that highlight against Josh Norman that ultimately didn't count, but we stopped Derrick Henry. We stopped the Titans. And now we look at their defensive side. Who do they have? That's right. They don't really have anybody. Their defense is not very good. They've got like Kevin Bayard and they, they don't have Vaccaro anymore. But Bayard is a is a is a is a great safety or defensive back. But other than that, this Titans defense is is arguably as as much of a liability to their team as as the Kansas City Chiefs defense is. The Chiefs defense on Sunday night might have been some of the worst defense I've ever seen a team play. Like their defense is bad. I expect not much better from the Titans defense against such an electric offense, like the Buffalo bills offense and an electric quarterback like Josh Allen. I just don't see it happening. So that's all I really got on the, the, on the, on the Titans, you know, like I, I think that it, it really is as simple as shut down Derrick Henry and shut down this team. I don't see Ryan Tannehill popping off, having a great game against this Bills defense, against his pass rush, and against the pass the, the 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 DBs. Like I just don't see it. If if Derrick Henry isn't running all over us, then the Titans aren't scoring that much. It's just as simple as that. And as for the defensive side for the Titans. I think that I think that Josh Allen bullies them. I really do. I really think that Josh Allen throws for another four touchdowns, runs one in maybe, and doesn't throw a pick. It's 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 MVP time. <laughs> like we're we're seeing it. We're we're watching it. Josh Allen is now the favorite to win MVP or up there with the top 2, and he will continue to play at this level, I think. So with that being said, let me get into my score predictions for this game against the Tennessee Titans. I see the Buffalo Bills putting up 34. No. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills put up 42. And the Tennessee Titans, 21. 42-21 is my score prediction. Like I said, I think Josh Allen puts up three, four touchdowns, no picks, maybe runs one in. I want to see Emmanuel Sanders catch another one. I want to see J Stephon Diggs get in the end zone. 
Now I'm not worried about Stefan Diggs. I'm never worried about Stefan Diggs, but I want to see him get in the end zone. He's only got one touchdown in the year. I just want to see him get in the end zone. That's all. I want to see get get I want to see Dawson Knox get another touchdown. I want to see him just keep shredding this year. I want him to finish this 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 season and I want everybody next season to be howling about how they're getting Dawson Knox in fantasy. Because I think that he can be like that. He's a touchdown scorer. He's really he's become really really reliable in the goal line. I think that he was last year too. You put him in that 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 end zone, he can use his athletic ability to make catches that are very, very difficult. So with that being said, that's all I got for the Tennessee Titans game um, and this week, week six. But just remember, 42-21, Bills win, because I'm going to get that score prediction right. And I'm going to be patting on myself, patting myself on the back again next week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to the All Day Buffalo podcast on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. Make sure you check everybody else out on this network. You will not be disappointed. And as always, go Bills. See you later, y'all. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. And throwing, oh, and it is oh, caught. That's Stefan Diggs, the sliding grab for the touchdown.